You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think an organization, a franchise in a marketplace that many around the league have always believed has been one of the sleeping giants that would good ownership that the Suns can be a free agent destination. This is going to be a place that can compete for the best players in the league. This is Durden Sprague. 14-point lead for the Wolverines. Ball up top. Fuller. And off to Woodbury. Coming around the screen. Woodbury passes it to the left corner. Harmon hits the triple. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. In the physical examination, clearly something happened that had Carlos Correa wondering, is this the right decision? And ultimately, instead of working out something with San Francisco, perhaps an altered contract, that's when the New York Mets swooped in. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Six oh two in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland Sports Leader Ten Eighty. The Fan. Happy December twenty first and Hump Day. What is happening? Oh, I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. I'm feeling, feeling good. good. You're, You're feeling, feeling great. Feeling great. Shortest day of the year. It is the winter solstice. Ah, today is huh? Happy yep. winter solstice to everybody that observe. Happy Christmas celebration day to the uh, senior Swigard. That's right. Yeah, you're doing Christmas today. We will do well with uh, with Papa Swag. Yes, we will all convene uh, later this evening. Okay. What day of Hanukkah are we on? Three, four, uh, three? three. Day three of Hanukkah. Yeah, because Hanukkah was Sunday. Okay. Happy day three of Hanukkah to yeah. everybody. I was always jealous of Hanukkah. Really? Yeah. I feel like Hanukkah kids were jealous of Christmas. I, I, I'd imagine some were. I, I'm saying this obviously from a child's perspective, not. Now, it's not my religion, but... Uh, you wanted eight gifts for eight days? You wanted to light the candles? Is that what your thing was? It just seemed really cool. Okay. And all the shows that I watched as a kid, like, there was always a Hanukkah episode. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Hanukkah seems so fun. There was an Adam Sandler song that eight, made you laugh. There was a movie. Yeah. It was Eight Crazy Nights. Eight, I don't think I ever saw Eight Crazy Nights. You never saw the animated Adam Sandler movie? I did not. I'm a big fan of this song, though, from Saturday Night Live. Actually, pretty good. It's time for Hanukkah. It was a great song. It was, yeah, it was. South Park had one. You, you got to throw that into the music rotation. I don't know why we don't play that. We can bust it out. Yeah, yeah I can record ha- it during a commercial break. Happy Hanukkah to the people, man. Uh, I realized something about myself yesterday. I am a better shopper when I'm all by myself. When I have zero people with me, I, yes. I get stuff done. Yep. Absolutely. I always do that when my big, yeah, when it's, you know, go time. Nope. I got my day. I'm just going. <laughs> mm. And I will come no back time. when everybody's got a gift. Well, I, 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 I say this now because tomorrow's our last day. It's our last show yes. of the week. It's our last show of the year. We got one more. We got to brave the ice to make it in tomorrow morning. 
Are we really going to experience ice in the morning? No. No, it's, it's going to be cold as butt, though. Yeah, uh, tomorrow morning's supposed to be about 15 degrees when we wake up. I yeah. don't know about you, but when I'm a little cold, I like to cuddle on my wife's butt, so I don't know if I'd say cold as butt. <laughs> I think true. butt's kind of warm. That's true. Butt is maybe more warm as butt. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Uh, I'm just going to give you a heads up now because this usually happens with dirt and guilt. Uh, I got your guys' gifts yesterday. Damn it! Okay. I'm not expecting a gift in return. Now I have to go no. make another stop today. No. You're lucky because I had one other stop that I needed I'm to not, make today, nope. and now I'm at, now I have to get you a gift. I'm not expecting you a gift. You have to do this. You're selfish every year. You only think about yourself, <laughs> and you buy gifts for people that then cause us to have to buy gifts in return. That See, I don't like spite. Spite gifts is not... That's not proper gift giving. That's actually, that makes the gift less wholesome. <laughs> Can you just give me a, like a donation to the human fund next year? It'd be great. You just want cash? No, make it, give me a, a card that says you made a donation in my name to the human fund. Ah, I can't do that. And I'll be very appreciative I of did, your efforts. I donated some money this year. Do you want me to throw your name on that card? No, no, it's all right. Okay. Don't worry, I'll go buy you a gift today. No, I, I, I really don't want you to buy me a gift. I'm going to. You know I'm going to. Spike gifts. I'm not showing a good... up tomorrow with a spike gift. It's going to happen. Not a good look. I can't, I can't allow somebody to have the upper hand on me. You can hang that over my head, you know? That's such an odd way of doing it. I could do it. something wrong in the future, and you say, oh, yeah, remember when I got you a Christmas gift? Huh? Remember when I got you that nice Christmas present? This isn't a real and marriage. you got me, bupkis. <laughs> you got me nothing, and I got you a gift. Yeah, no, this isn't how that works, though. Like, if, of all the things I'd hold against you, it would never be like, <laughs> you remember that one Christmas? You didn't buy me a bottle of booze. It'd be more like, hey... You remember when we talked to the Pac-12 <laughs> network? Why did we look so stupid? <laughs> Why was somebody watching that yesterday? That was my first question. I, yeah, I didn't ask this because I saw that at the mall. I just responded with, oh, my God, look how pasty white we are. We were little babies. You, I don't know if, I think it's the photo. You kind of look like an alien. And, okay. And yeah. I just look like all kinds of uncooked meats. <laughs> uh, it looked awful and dreadful. But I was also wondering, ah, so there are people that watch the Pac-12 network like randomly on At December all. 20th. Like, I get it for a game. If they're, if you're watching a sporting event of some sort, I understand that. But to be randomly watching, because that the show that we got tagged in was uh, we did a greatest Oregon and Oregon State player all-time thing for the Pac-12 Network. The 12 Is that greatest. what that was? I couldn't remember what it yeah, was. So we did. sounds right. And so they called us in, and they wanted our thoughts. You know, let's talk about the Ducks. Let's talk about Beeves and, we, you know, Mariota and Steven Jackson and all these guys. So that's what they were, That's what it would have been. So you were watching something that was about 10 years old. So it doesn't include any more recent players in Oregon and Oregon State history. Yeah. And I love how they keep going back to it. They haven't revised it yet. Are we not allowing for new submissions? Dude, I don't I don't think they're doing traveling specialty shows anymore at that They don't network. have a travel budget anymore? Uh, I don't know if they have a budget yeah. anymore. Somebody said shortest day of the year. Of course, it's my day off rather than the day I work. <laughs> Sympathies to you, brother. Why are you up so early? If you're not working, go to sleep. No. What do you? Shut up. <laughs> no. Stay awake. Stay away. Yeah, we need an audience. Oh, God. Yeah. Matter with Not you. a lot of people out there today. I'll tell you, I, I, Monday there was okay. Tuesday, all right. I Wednesday think, was. I think today is actually going to be pretty frantic as people try to get everything done before they hunker down tomorrow when the snowmageddon comes. Yeah, the grocery store was wiped out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I went. I got to swing that. by a grocery store today. Yeah, I was not, hoping to do that. Uh, you know, Friday, but that may not, not be. Him. That may not be in the works. Not yeah, happening. so it was more like, why were you watching that channel? I, I'm trying to remember. The last time I probably watched that channel was an Oregon State football game. I, <laughs> I I don't turn that channel on ever. It doesn't even cross my brain when there's no sports on. 
you know, if you're not into the NBA, I get it. But even if there was no basketball I cared about on, I still wouldn't watch the Pac-12 Network. That's how bad that channel is to me. Yeah, the the only time you'll find me on the Pac-12 Network is mainly for a sporting event, 97% of the time. There's a 3%. I'm curious. The, the 3%, 3% is. would be an off-season football in 60. Like, am I sitting there's around that. on a rainy March day? There's nothing on TV, and I'm it's, it's like I've reached a point where I'm longing for football already. And the and 2022 t- Civil War game comes up? No, not the, probably oh. not that one. Probably Oregon, one, Utah. Probably maybe that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Although that game was really boring. You know, Oregon, UCLA. Probably. Oh, I didn't a, think that game was. You thought the game was boring? It was a little scoring. They couldn't really move it. They fumbled. It was in. so damn cold, though. You remember that? Yeah, it was no, freezing. I, mean, I remember it. Yeah. 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 Called it. Called a reverse, and they fumbled into their own end zone. Remember that? That was a lot of fun. I, really they cold. brought in a different quarterback for one play. For one play, and they fumbled the <laughs> they fumbled the handoff. Yeah, and it was a scoop and score touchdown that almost lost them the game. That was really cool. Cam Rising couldn't complete a two yard pass no. and threw it at a guy's shoes. No. Yeah. Like, what fourth, are you doing? Fourth down. Let's throw it at the ground. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, sometimes I need a little pick-me-up in the offseason because evidently my baseball team's not going to have anybody on the roster this year, and so I might I might dive into some football in 60s. Well, I say I don't watch the Pac-12 Network, and then we get our own show, and I'm like, hey, you guys should tune into the Pac-12 Network and watch Dirt right. Sprague, Pac-12. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> Pac-12 greatest players of all time. Swag, tell me if this doesn't line up with what you would think of him. <laughs> Yesterday during a commercial break, Dirt and I are talking about the Amazon Pac-12 stuff, and Dirt goes, you know, You'd imagine they need content, right? Uh, 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 who we call it? And I go, oh. Let's get our agent on the phone and call up Amazon. Our powerful agent? Yeah, our powerful yeah. agent. Can we just hop on? Like, who had Isaac and Souk's agent first? Was it Isaac or was it Souk? Because that's <laughs> odd that they share an agent. Yeah, can we hire that guy? What's his name? Bob? I want him. Can it's, he negotiate my next deal? It's probably an old white guy named Bob. Like, can we just hop onto that train and there's four people at the fan represented by one person? Look, I'm angling for an Amazon TV show. You heard it here first. We're going to make it happen. We have this belief. It, it is the most misguided belief ever. We have a belief that we would make a good TV show. <laughs> Not this show as it is, but like if oh. we got to an opportunity to do a television show. Dude, it would be glorious. We think we would make a fun show. Have you seen how many bad shows there are on TV? There's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of bad there's shows. Of how many sports-related shows are awful shows? Uh, there's a lot of them. Awful. Like, yeah. we can do yeah. If that's where you're setting the bar, we can cross that bar. Yeah, you guys can scream at each other for hours like nobody's <laughs> business. See, no, we go the other way. I wouldn't want to scream yeah. at him. When they ebb, we flow. We go oh, opposite, okay. man. I would scream at him only during the holidays when I'm like, hey, you didn't get me a gift. You remember that? <laughs> Exactly. I knew it. It's already hanging over my head. I'm selfish, and I didn't think about it. Did you see we've crossed the line of too much, too much, too much? Did you Did you see the latest from from old uh, Screaming A. Smith? I did not. Oh, you didn't see this? No. Thankfully, no. Get a, get a load of this. There's a report that WWE is going to hire Stephen A. Smith to now be a ringside bad guy manager. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I'm not going to uh, lie. Is it? That's actually pretty Like, if all the characters that he could play. Is it? Of places where he'd actually be entertaining on he's television. He's going to be Paul White with The Undertaker. <laughs> we just got, like, Screaming A. Smith, ringside, Screaming so A. Go better Brett, than any of his Brett sports Hart takes. with a bullhorn out there. I just, you know, at least Bret Hart knew wrestling moves. I, I got to ask this question. Obviously, I am... I can admit to you guys when I'm in the wrong, right? I say yesterday I don't like prime rib. I'm in the wrong here. I actually got a prime rib yesterday. I was grocery shopping, and I saw one. They were on sale at Freddy's, and I thought that we were just talking about prime ribs. This looks good. I actually had somebody tweet me that it's not steak. It's a roast. So now I have conflicting reports of what prime rib is. I just said either way, I don't really care. I don't, it's not my thing. <laughs> I just don't get it with him. 
Why? No. Why is he? I don't either. He's in everything, it's a and everybody to me. thinks it's a good idea to like. Their their NBA coverage largely gets criticized because it's not entertaining it's and not it's not good. a good. Not he's good. been on that. I thought he was Captain Entertainment. It's Greenberg, him, Jalen Rose, and Mike, Mike Wilbon. Mike Wilbon. Like Greenberg puts me to sleep. Jalen Rose. Is I, I, I don't want. Like, I'm not trying to take shots at the show. I'm just saying, like, he is. He basically gets hired by everybody. He was in a soap opera a week ago. Yeah, like in a serious dialogue part, and he's going to be a WWE ringside villain now. He's got his own podcast, a podcast on our network where he's like, now I can really speak my truth. And I'm like, you don't? <laughs> what are you saying then on TV? What, you're are, on... You, what are you holding back? <laughs> what have you been holding back? You're, you're, you're on ESPN for nine hours and then you do a Sean Hannity hit at night. Like, what don't you talk about and what shows don't you go on? Like, you do them all, man. What am I not hearing from Steve A. Smith in this podcast is going to suddenly reveal? Every day I wake up and I think to myself, you know what I need more of? More Stephen A. Smith content. I don't feel like I have enough of it in my life. There's not enough out there. There's not enough tweets. There's not enough viral videos. There's just not. He's not on my television enough, and I need more Stephen A. Smith. He's got to be exhausted. I don't know. I don't know why anybody would want to live a life like that. You can tell me the paycheck. That's fine. It's the paycheck. But he could do first take or whatever their dumb show and get up or whatever it is in the morning. He could do that and make $5 million, $10 million a year. He makes about... Eight or nine, I think. Like that, and that's like you could say, "Hey, pay me five million dollars. I'm just going to do my morning show and then be done." And he he would be a rich, wealthy man. But he wouldn't have as much exposure. He wouldn't get on soap operas. He wouldn't go on Fox News. You know, late night opinion shows. Yeah, I just I don't get it. You could get you could get paid good money to do that job. Why would you stretch yourself out to that level to make more money? That's yeah, dumb. More need... more visibility, man. It's it's to me that's a, such a bad way to live your life. Well, that's he doesn't such seem a, to think so. Well, we'll see how his health is in like 15 years after working <laughs> 72 hour days. I think every he's day. almost 50 years old. I think yeah, he's he almost 50, died right? from COVID. He almost died again. Again from COVID, yeah. like he's almost died three times in the last two years. I'd imagine exhaustion has something to do with that. Like, take a nap, bro. Get off television. So you don't want to see Stephen A. ringside screaming at somebody as a Look, manager? Of all the things that he could do, that's actually kind of a funny poll. But no, I, d I don't watch wrestling. Mm. But also, he is oversaturated. Like, if he was only doing first take or whatever, and then was doing wrestling stuff on the side, it'd be kind of funny. Because I do think that that fits him. He's like, that's him. It's him on first take walking out after the Cowboys lose with a cowboy hat on and a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Laughing at cowboy fans. He is a villain. He is a heel. He is. And he wants to make fun of you and your team, and he gets everybody angry. And now he's going to make fun of your wrestler. <laughs> that's uh, that's the life cycle of Stephen A. Smith right there. <laughs> that's exactly what he's going to do. Uh, well, we got a good show today. We have a lot to discuss. Um, we've got Statter Story at 815. Working on the ticker. I had a few NC guys back out because of obvious. I totally just didn't think about, oh, yeah, you guys are covering recruiting. Yeah, today's National Signing Day. So National Signing Day is, is putting a question mark on the old daily ticker. Don't worry. I'm usually pretty good at getting this, especially when put it back against the wall. Getting in a crunch is usually when I thrive the most. I think we'll be okay if we don't get one, too. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll be all right. It's kind of that time of year. It's, you know, you know, uh, we'll be all right. I got a lot of, I want to discuss, but I want to start the show here. Boy, what a ride for my co-host. We start there. Dirt and spring <laughs> on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back in Dirt and Sprague with you. It is uh, 619 on the sports leader known as 1080 The Fan. I've got my victory whiskey here from our boss. Yeah, she got you some, what'd she get you? What, uh, uh, Suntory whiskey. Habiki. Uh, Japanese whiskey. Look at that. She says this is supposed to be a really uh, fine whiskey here as her Seahawks got absolutely destroyed by my Niners. Yeah, you guys had a whiskey and wine bet, right, for that yeah. Thursday night game? That's not a bad little payout. No, I you know, I just told her I like Japanese whiskey. Yes, and you I will didn't... enjoy that. Yeah, and she, uh, she said, I'm going to leave it on the desk because I didn't see her yesterday, and so there, there you go. go. Uh, how are we doing here? I, I, I love when these days line up for me because I don't have this problem. You have a problem. Yeah, I got a problem. I rolled over last night. I had a bloody nose at 2 a.m. And I opened my phone just because I'm an addict. And I opened my phone and I go, did anything happen? You have a bloody nose because you're an addict or you open your phone because you an, you're an addict? No, I opened my phone. I'm okay. addicted to the phone. It's, gotcha. Okay. Just no, making I'm sure. Not, just checking. Just ch- double yeah, checking. Okay. No. And uh, what do I see on my phone? Well, I see a couple things. Like, ah, uh, Franco Harris died. R.I.P. Franco Harris. I know. I that's really sad, man. They were about to celebrate him in Pittsburgh too. It's Christmas. a Christmas Eve night game. Is the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception? Fiftieth anniversary. They yeah. were bringing him out. It was. Yeah. They had everything set up for it, and he just. It sounds like he just passed away at seventy-two. Unfortunately, hey, the, all the good ones going at, at right now: Harold Bluestein and Franco Harris. Mike Leach could do. Mike Leach, boy, what a what a trio of guys in sports that yeah. we had. Um, and I scroll, and I'm like, oh, that's sad. And I scroll a little more, and I go, what? No, this can't be real. So yesterday, the Giants were set to ha- have a press conference, and it got canceled. And I thought yeah. that. That's weird. That's odd. Don't worry. They still held their press conference with Sean Manaya. Don't worry. They got Sean Manaya on the fold. Well, the press conference was not for just Sean Manaya. It was <laughs> it was supposed to include their big prize of the offseason, Carlos Correa. Yeah, yeah. Who they signed to a $380 million deal. Nope. Something happened with the physical. They postponed the press conference is what they said. And I found out last night around midnight he, I guess he also got NIL money because he flipped his commitment <laughs> from the Giants. He backed out of his deal with the San Francisco Giants. Something happened in his physical, and now he's a New York Met. And he took less money, but it's 12 years, 315. And then I wake up this morning, and you've got a new quarterback, Austin Novosad. Yeah, it's, I got both sides going on. So right how now. are where are we at? You've been flipped sides. two A's in sports in your life right now. How are you feeling? Uh, th- there's a lot of depression around the Giants right now. And I, I don't mean this personally against Carlos Correa, 
but I am now rooting desperately for him to get injured in the next couple of years and have an injury riddled next 10 years wow. because this is an embarrassment. Welcome back to hating the Mets. It's a good <laughs> yeah, party to be I'm in. Back on, I'm back on the club. Th- this is embarrassing. Uh, if he ends up staying healthy and being perfectly fine, like we knew Carlos, Carlos Correa is not an MVP guy. He's an all-star. He's a really good shortstop. He can be a cornerstone guy in your locker room. Like Those were the reasons you sign a player like that. He's nearly a career 300 hitter, but he's not going to be a 50 home run, 120 RBI MVP kind of player. If he goes on to be perfectly healthy over the next five, six years and has a good stretch run here for the Mets, you're going to look back on this and just laugh at my baseball team. They went into the offseason with more money than any team in baseball to spend. Do you realize that? How deep their owners' pockets are? How much money they had coming off the books? They had basically nobody coming back that was any sort of an expensive contract, and they had all this money to spend. They put their eggs in the air and judge basket. They struck out. They signed Carlos Correa. It backfires. He you know, they, they get out of the contract. He goes to New York. Rodon, who was an all-star starting pitcher, for, was elite for them last year, walks to the Yankees on a six-year deal. They didn't want to give him a lanky contract. They had more money to spend than any team in baseball, and they have landed Mitch Haniger and Sean Manaya. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Yeah. And how depressing that is? Look, I'm excited for baseball season. I love baseball. I'm going to watch because there's nothing else going on for the most part in the summer, and I'm going to suffer through 140 of those games before they're eliminated from playoff contention. This, I mean, this is embarrassing. And so, look, I, nothing personal against Carlos Correa. You just don't be for, for my sanity, I need to see him get hurt. Like, I need to see a serious medical issue. Because well, how, how many times has this happened that you've seen uh, a contract ripped up the day of a press conference? Yeah, I know. I've seen trades that, that have get been nixed, nixed sure. as they delved into to the physicals and the medical information. But I don't remember seeing anything like this yeah what happened here is there any intel of what the Mets clearly had no issue with it they gave him 12 wow. years 300 million dollars the, the, yeah somebody tweeted this and I <clears throat> I forget the, the person's name it's not like a national baseball pundit but I did see somebody I think who covers the sport basically say what could possibly be wrong physically with a player I heard to get a team to say no and a team coincidentally to step right up and say that's not a problem. I can't remember what I was listening to or whatever. The only thing I heard was some sort of issue with a back. He had ba- he's had back he and said, neck issues yeah. in his career. Okay, so let me ask you this though. Are are we are we getting are we getting conflicting information here? Is there really a physical ailment or was this cold feet? Actually, I want to live in New York. I, I you know, let's not put that Past the scenario, no, I don't here. think he can get it. I think once he signed the con, I mean, they gave did him. Did he a- sign the contract? I mean, they I reached into an agreement. Clearly for a contract. not. Well, yeah, clearly I don't think he did. So they reached an agreement verbally, and then it came down. I don't to think signing. this was Carlos Correa. I think this was the Giants finding something in the medical report, and they said we don't want to give him four hundred million dollars. That is, I mean, just whether you care about baseball, that is a wild situation where one team doesn't care. And they give him the money, and the other team does care and doesn't give him the money. I believe that the I mean, it was for shorter years and less money. Yeah. To the Mets, so he lost money. And, Twelve three fifteen fifteen three eighty. Yeah. So he he lost you know what sixty million dollars in this deal, which is I mean that's a good chunk of change, and he lost years off of the contract. But he still made out pretty well considering oh, what he what he did last year. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it speaks more to I think the carefree attitude of the Mets, like they just they don't care. They legit. I mean, they're paying two forty year old starting pitchers ninety million dollars next year. Like, what the hell is up with that? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work out for him, but no. they, I, don't, I don't think they care. I think they're at that point. Cohen is so desperate to have a winner in New York. 
and he's so desperate to be the draw in that city over the Yankees who have re-signed Aaron Judge that he's willing to do whatever it takes. And the Giants, I think this was the Giants getting cold feet of over something in the medical report. Really? And we'll just, I mean, now you got to wait and see how it works out for both sides. But it, it's an embarrassing day for the Giants organization, man. This offseason has been an embarrassing offseason. Well, speaking of embarrassing, you know they did it 4 a.m.? I screenshotted a tweet that showed that Correa was doing this, and I sent it to a 13-year-old to talk trash. <laughs> Sounds like a healthy thing to do. Oh, it's, his kid's going to wake up and just be uh, devastated. He had no idea this happened Christmas to his team. dinner table is going to be fun if you get the whole thing. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not actually my blood nephew. I won't oh. see him on Christmas. It's my buddy's kid. Oh, but he likes to go. talk trash to me, so... I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal it right back. Tell him every, hey, Mitch Haniger was an All Star once. I know. I, I, I text him. You can always still be a Dodger fan. This doesn't happen to them. No, see, no. come on, no, no. Have morals in your life, and I don't wish that Carlos Correa gets hurt. I'm, I'm emotional I know what today. You mean. I know you. Mean. I'm emotional today. Uh, the funny thing is, you sound like you're more upset with your team than you are the Correa. Oh yeah, I don't. I, to me, this wasn't Correa. I think they. He, why would he turn down more years and more money? Shouldn't you trust your team here though? Like I, you say, it's an embarrassing day for the Giants. And I get it. Mitch Haniger has never been healthy his entire career. And and I know he didn't get $380 million. He got like three years, $90 million. That's still a pretty big difference. They had no issue signing him. And he is. When was the last time Mitch Haniger was healthy for a full season? I don't know. I can't answer that question. Because the second he signed in San Francisco, I had like 30 Mariner fans jump into my mentions. Have fun with him not playing. Ha, ha, ha. And you can't really respond because you're like, I I know. I know. He didn't pay. I know. He's always hurt. So, But he passed his physical. Why, does, why do all my teams have to suck, man? Well, you had a nice run. I know we did. I mean, I know by we the did. way, all your teams. You had one team win 10 games this year, and they're playing for an 11th win. Who, the Ducks? Oh, no, they're playing for right a 10th now, win. We're only at nine. You just flipped a four-star quarterback. Would they you did. calm your boobs? At least there are good, encouraging signs for signing day. That 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 warms my heart a We'll bit. get to the signing day stuff. There's no doubt. But, uh, yeah, I saw that last night, late last night, and I was like, wow. That I mean, really they happened. better pull something out of it. you got a rabbit in your hat. The GM and, and president better figure it out in the next couple of weeks. Who else is left? I don't know. Trade for somebody. Do something, man. Do something. This was supposed to be his big offseason. I got all this mm-hmm. money. We're going to be aggressive. We're going after. We might sign multiple all-star caliber players. There were like three weeks ago in, industry insiders were saying they were going to get Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa. You were going to get Arson Judge and Carlos Correa. What an <laughs> offseason for you. Would have been great. Arson Judge would have been a perennial all-star in right field. And uh, pfft, nope, none of it. Now somebody's probably just going to have Arson charged to them at their facilities for not having anybody signed. Do you see John Heyman never acknowledge that? The Arson Judge thing? He does a podcast, I believe, on our family of networks. Yeah, he's our baseball insider. He On his very next podcast, he said, you know, I, I, had, I had heard some rumblings that the judge was going to the Giants, but it was never a done deal. You can't. Totally, why'd you report it then? He totally backed out, and he didn't even acknowledge that he called him Arson Judge and didn't delete the tweet. I, <laughs> I How do you do that? How do you know. go on a podcast and say, I had heard, but it wasn't a done deal? You reported it. You reported it. That it was a done deal. But then you go on a podcast weeks later and say it wasn't. I, I think it was okay. legitimately that week. It was like the reaction to you, Aaron You should Judge. be stripped of your, your credentials for like a month. There should be some kind of punishment for that behavior. You can't tweet for a month. I'm supposed to trust you as a journalist and you're telling me that like it wasn't confirmed, but you confirmed it. <laughs> what are you doing? Not good, Bob. Not good. Uh, all right. Well, it's 629. Dirt's, he's doing okay, but he's not. 
He's also miserable. It's an interesting day here on The Fan. Uh, we got a lot more to get to. But- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're getting closer and closer in the NIL world of college football to coaches continuing to just straight up call out teams, coaches, programs, et cetera. I'll tell you what I mean by that coming up uh, in a couple minutes. I I wanted to get to this. I saw this last night. Well, I was watching this game, but also uh, I'm watching for Portland's sake. So Portland, you know, they lose to Oklahoma City. Dame breaks the record. They've got their second game against OKC tonight. We'll see if they can even that little series and then see how they finish their road trip in Denver. And I'm watching NBA basketball last night and I'm watching the Phoenix Suns. Not good last night, Bob. The Phoenix Suns are really a fascinating team. They are the most fraudulent, talented team in the NBA. They're one of the most fraudulent, talented teams we've seen in the NBA in a long time. They remind me a lot of the Chris Paul Clippers. The point guard for the Phoenix Suns is Chris Paul. Yeah, there's a similarity there. Last night, they were caught on camera during a Washington Wizard free throw. Mikhail Bridges telling DeAndre Ayton he's soft. During a timeout, Monty Williams was seen screaming at DeAndre Ayton, who was seen pointing at Chris Paul. (laughs) The Portland Trailblazers have a less than center than DeAndre Ayton, who weirdly wasn't at the game. Or he was, but he wasn't on the bench and he was tweeting. That whole Nurkic thing was odd. I'm looking at this from a Portland lens here, man. I, I think Phoenix is going to move that guy. That team sucks. I don't care what their record is. Nobody trusts them. Yeah, They're not going to win a series they need to. And I think they have clear chemistry issues, largely stemming around DeAndre Ayton. But also, I think you get this with Chris Paul. I think this is part of who Chris Paul is. He's a fantastic player. He's one of the all-times at that position. But I think you can make an argument that while efficient, high, you know, high-end level talent, sometimes very questionable leadership and obviously wears on guys. He did in LA, he did a little bit in New Orleans. He clearly is here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I just I'm looking at this and I'm wondering when they're going to trade DeAndre, and I think they can't trade him 
I believe it's not until after like a certain date in January, if I'm not mistaken. I think guys that sign contracts in the offseason, it's like January 15th or something se- like that. A month yeah. after basically the trade deadline, which opened up one on the 15th, but no trades happen for essentially the next month. Yeah, so they can't trade him yet, but I I think they're going to look to move him. That that situation seems like it's it's exploding, but they're so talented that they're able to still win games and be okay. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I want him out of Phoenix, and I want him in Portland. <laughs> I think he wants out of Phoenix. He just didn't really have a choice this offseason, you know, the way things played out. I, this has been the most obvious freight train coming at you sports story that we have seen coming for months. Nobody's surprised there's friction there. They didn't like each other at the end of last season. They lost in an embarrassing fashion in the playoffs. There's clearly a difference of you know opinion of between players and Aiton, between the coaching staff and Aiton. They don't get along. They haven't gotten along for a while. And he just was he was given the offer sheet because I couldn't let him walk for nothing. He signed the offer sheet, and it was only a matter of time until they started to look to trade him. And you know my stance, man. I don't know if it's OG. I don't know if it's DeAndre Ayton. I don't really care, to be honest with you. Well, you got to have an opinion which one you'd rather have. Well, I think if Portland I, was to indeed jump in, but it, there's a report that OG is going to cost as much as Donovan Mitchell. He's going to cost a lot. Good and I would imagine that. DeAndre Ayton costs a little bit less. Uh, I don't know that because we'll see how it plays out. But. I, I would love to see them go get one of the two. Aiton is probably the more realistic of them. Uh, it, there is a fit there where you can tr- swap centers and throw in a little bit on top to make it worth it for Phoenix. Like, hey, here's Nurkic. He can screen and roll for you. He'll flop around the floor. Why don't you try out a new center? We'll try out your center. And, oh, by the way, here's a first-round pick or whatever the hell you need to throw in to make that deal happen. Uh, I, I am all in on Portland making a move. I, I think they have the best core of three players that they've had in quite some time. You have three all-star caliber players. Two of them, I believe, should be all-stars this year in Damian Lillard and Jeremy Grant. And if you can go make a move like this at the deadline, I am firmly a believer that the Western Conference is wide open this year. I know Denver beat Memphis last night. They look impressive doing it. Maybe Denver ends up being the team to beat. They're now atop the West. New Orleans has skidded a little bit. They've lost four games in a row. Memphis, there's a buy-in factor of I got to see it at the highest level and how is this going to work throughout three different rounds in the NBA I think Memphis is ready. Memphis, I'll I'll push back on that. Memphis shouldn't have that from you. Okay. Because Memphis has done... They've done the traditional NBA thing. They've been the young team yeah. that's gone through it. New Orleans, you can make an argument. I haven't seen it. They haven't been healthy. Can they stay together and do it in the playoffs? I get that. But Memphis has at least met the criteria of what traditional NBA teams need to get over the hump, right? They've been to the playoffs. They've lost early. They've gotten to the second round. They've lost. Like they, They've done the steps you usually take to get to the championship. Memphis has at least done that. Yeah, yeah. the only pushback I have, I mean, with this core, it's been two years in the playoffs. They got they lost in the first round last year. They got to the second round and lost. So they, to it's your, all was for Golden State. Sure, that's all. But do they have Steph Curry? I don't think John Morant's quite that. But I know some John people Mar- would say maybe, yeah, they sure. do. It's a different version, but yeah. Different version. I disagree with that. I don't. Think, I think that's a, a lofty expectation to say that he's the next Steph Curry or he is Steph Curry. Tell that to Nike. Like, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, Nike. Nike knows what they're doing. But I, to me, there is a there is. A, I need to see it against elite teams consistently in the playoffs and how it's going to work out for you. I see your point, though. They made the playoffs and then went a round further last year than they did the year before that. My my larger point, though, is that none of these, and I've been saying this for weeks, none of these teams are unbeatable. 
They're good. Different versions are really good. Denver's damn good if they're healthy. Memphis is a really good team. We'll see what happens with Golden State. I don't buy Phoenix, right? Like, there's a lot of moving parts in the Western Conference. There is not an unbeatable team. And if you can go make a move that you think helps you in matchups against some of these teams and puts you in a better chance to win, I'm all for making that move. Yeah, I, it, you know, I, we don't even know what Portland's going to do, if they're even in the running for some of this stuff. I just, I, I'm watching it from afar, and I'm seeing what's going on in Phoenix, and it's a very odd feel. But, however, for them, they also got good news yesterday. They've got a new owner who bought the team for $4 billion. $4 billion. Uh, he's worth five, and he said, I'm spending four of my five on a franchise. This is a man right after my heart. Hey, he's still got a billion left over. I think he'll be all right. What's his name, Swag? Is it Matt Ashibi? Ashibia? Ishbia. Ishbia. This guy is literally my hero. Walk-on Michigan State player who played in garbage time in his college career, but gets to say, I played at Michigan State. Played college hoops. Then dives into the business world, becomes super successful, becomes multi-billionaire, and says, I want to spend most of my money on just owning an NBA franchise. Now, he'll make more money throughout time. He's still got over a billion dollars. His company does well. <laughs> but, man, th- th- I'm rooting for this guy because he he's a man of my heart. This is exactly who I would be if I was a billionaire. If I had $7 billion right now, Oregon State would have the number one recruiting class, and the Portland Trailblazers <laughs> would be mine. That's who I would be if I was a $7 billion billionaire. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to this and what it means for Portland because we weren't sure if this price tag would get up to $4 billion. And yet Phoenix going for four. So now what what does Portland go for here now? 3.5? 3.3? Yeah, I don't know the nuance. Well, you have to figure the buildings in, too. Yeah, the building's a part of it. Now, was the building a part of the Phoenix sale? I, I don't know the nuance of it. I don't think so. Okay. That Because that building's been there for... But they're a more valuable franchise. I mean, it just it's kind of like a here and now thing. Phoenix is more successful sure. than, than But also Portland. having it in an arena, though, that you own and control... Is a, that's a big part of a sale. Yeah, uh, that's, but, uh, yeah, that's probably a huge part. 3.5, 3.7. Which is significantly, like we reported, what, Phil Knight offered 2.3? So I you're talking about so. Billy less than what you'd imagine they're going to go for now. Yeah, and I'd imagine that's why they haven't sold yet. Get that offer up to $3.8 billion. Now that Phoenix is sold, though, it's a big domino to fall in that. I don't it's know huge. If, I don't know if anything's going to happen in the short term. I hope it does. Uh, but having another sale out there at a price you can point to, Maybe, maybe it moves the needle. Well, Portland's the next one, though. Yeah, we just don't know when. Well, we know it's relatively soon. Silver said it himself. Silver ain't saying that unless he knows. I hope so, man. I, I don't care so. what they say as a team. We know what the reality is. I just, I, I'm, I, maybe it's the Carlos Correa thing that's got me down. The things I think are going to happen or not going to happen. You don't I'm, think Portland's going to sell? I think they're going to sell. I just don't know when she's going to sell it. She I, is. She maintains that there's language in there that there's no mandate on a time frame of you have to sell by X date for the Seahawks or the Blazers. I, I. So the, the did you see the little blurb, blurb that came out that. Uh, I think it was Bill Simmons said the Fenway Sports Group and LeBron now. Yeah, they want to buy a team in Vegas. They want to be the owners. It's basically something gets a done deal behind the scenes with the NBA that when LeBron hangs it up, he's immediately going into ownership stake. He's already been partners with the Fenway Group, who, by the way, I'm sure that's sitting well in Boston, that their ownership group <laughs> is too yeah. cheap to sign all their players and that they're going to go get a team for like $4 billion in Vegas. Yeah. Um, but that's the report. And so I people have pointed this out before. It might line up with expansion, which might be about how many more years do you think Braun plays? Realistically, I think it's like two, maybe three. What's his kid, one year away from the NBA, two years away? His kid might go to college for two years and then just declare, get signed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I know he wants to do that, and maybe he'll come out of retirement and do it for like 
a game so they can take a photo together. I'm starting to move away from that because I don't think I don't know if his kid's an NBA player. I still think so. If if Alonzo, if a ball family member can get an NBA tryout, LeBron's kids definitely get an NBA roster. I'm, I'm not spot. saying he won't, but like when is that? Because he's not striking me as a one and done player. I don't even know if he's the best player on his own team in high school. I have no clue. I've not seen highlights of his LeBron's kid play. I've seen some, but like I don't know if he's a one and done player in college. So like LeBron's 38 now. He's I'd give him probably three. I'd give him three more years. Probably okay. So about two or three years until expansion. Yeah. So you might be looking at that timeline. Well, the other part of it, too, is I'm sure they can do something in Vegas if they wanted to that brought the team in, and he just joins it after the fact. I mean, it's like his agency, right? Clutch, he's basically a co-owner of that, but he can't say that because they don't allow it. Yeah, you just give him, you put the language in the contract, and once he's done playing and there's not the conflict of interest, here's a billion dollars, and I'm going to be a part of this, or whatever it's going to cost. Do you think it's still going to be Phil Knight? Do you guys still think it's Phil Knight, or do you think we get somebody else? Shaq, I guess, wants to jump in on ownership in the NBA again. Hey, Shaq being an NBA owner will be well, fun. I, I don't care who it is, man. I just want it to be you somebody have to that care. I want it to be somebody that wants to win. That's all that matters to me. Well, then you care because it might be yeah. somebody that's just looking to be a part of the club that doesn't know what they're doing or cares. Well, I think yeah, if, if, if think Phil Knight's the guy, because the other concern with Phil is he's not, you know, that young anymore. Yeah. So, but uh, of all the Nike athletes, I mean, that's, you know, LeBron could come in on his coattails if the Vegas thing doesn't work. No, but he, LeBron but, is going to get Vegas. So, so yeah, but think of all the other Nike, all the other Nike athletes that Phil Knight owns. He can bring them in and then have a succession plan for whoever to buy the rest of it. Hey, low balder, but like this, this isn't a heart. I mean, if a guy worth five billion can offer four. Now, now you have now you have a number to work off of, though. I think yeah. that's thing. Before, when you really don't have that great a number to work off of, I know the Clippers was that was the last one. What's the number? No, Minnesota was or Minnesota was. Minnesota sold for I want to say it was two like, and a half. I think it was like two point four. Now you have a legitimate number. Phoenix is a similar sized market to Portland. I don't know. How What's the, the number Phil calls today and gets and gets? Yes, three point six. Yeah, probably three point six. Yeah. Three six three five three six. That's where you start. Somewhere just shy of Phoenix, where you go. This is fair for what you yeah. are. And I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how the the arena issue figures into it. I I don't think Footprint Arena is start of uh, is part of. I think that's a publicly owned facility. It might be, but or the Moda Center, as noted, it it is one of the older. It's not the oldest, yeah. but it's one of the older facilities in the league. That whole area needs a facelift. The T Wolves, by the way, sold for one point five billion. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. One point five billion. Yeah. So, Fe- oh, damn, Phoenix went for four. Minnesota, one point five. Yeah, it sounds about <laughs> right. I I just I know I guess I don't have the fear with the amount of money that teams are going for now. I I think a lot of the owners that don't care about winning and are just collecting checks and not fully invested are the old time family owners. I think they're the people that it's it's been passed down generation to generation. They don't they didn't have to buy the team themselves. If you're spending three billion dollars on an entity. It's hard for me to imagine that you would not do everything in your power to make that entity successful. Yeah, I can see that point. And may, uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but like this dude spending four billion dollars on the Suns, and this dude cares. There was a right, a, like like Cohen and the Mets, like a lot of people that are buying teams now. You're paying a crazy, insane price, and you want to make a return on that. You better win because that's the only way you're going to make money. It's a real sports piece about this cat that they did in November. It's a very interesting thing. It's a look of what he is as a boss in the business world, and his. His business philosophies all stem from Tom Izzo. It's it's a fascinating interview and, and look into who he is. But the Suns sell for four Billy, 
and their center is pointing fingers and getting screamed at. So everything in Phoenix is going swimmingly. Go get Aiden, man. Go get him. Uh, coming up next. Oh, we've got it. More call-outs. I love this stuff. We'll get into some NIL stuff. Oregon's day. Oregon State secures their quarterback. We'll get to that stuff coming up next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. 19 years ago, Joe Namath of Monday Night Football tried to kiss Susie Colbert live on television. That happened, man. That happened. And uh, much like his pro career, it was stopped. Now he's selling, uh, what, like reverse mortgages or catheters. He's on my TV occasionally. Yeah, you see him on some of those infomercials. Hey, listen up here, people. Uh, you know, the NIL world is taking hold of college football. The Oregon Ducks, we'll get into some of that coming up here at the top of the hour. Your duckies are quite active. Yeah, it has been a whirlwind 48 hours to lose out on your top recruit and then to see Steve Wilfong last night say they're the hottest team in the country. Yes. It, that was a role reversal I did not see coming. Uh, so we'll get into that coming up here. But, I, you know, last, last going into last year, remember, you had Nick Saban doing an interview with the Booster Club that got leaked, and he called out Texas A&M yep. and Deion Sanders. Yep. And that was a huge deal. It was like, whoa. Like, there's this weird invisible line in the coaching profession where we know it's dirty, we know it's disgusting, but we don't call each other out for it. Led to a whole off-season feud, Saban and Jimbo Fisher going at it. And Saban apologized. You know, Fisher held a press conference to address the comments. Well, I think we're getting closer to that being normal. Matt Rule, the new coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Your family will enjoy this one. Yeah. He tweeted out, duck emoji, bag of money, ghost. (laughs) Under that, he tweeted the hallelujah hand sign that actually looks like the U. The U, yeah. Bag of money, ghost. And what we've seen overnight is suddenly some programs Uh, are getting some players they weren't rumored to be getting. uh, uh. And so Matt Rule isn't calling names out. But I don't know how else to interpret this than Matt Rule is basically saying, yeah, Oregon just came through with bags for kids, and Miami's <laughs> coming through with bags for kids. I It cracks me up when people get upset about this. It's, it's the way I'm, college, I'm outraged. It's the way college football works. It is the way it's worked for a very long time. You cheaters. Ne- I wish you guys could do it the right way. Nebraska built championship teams handing out bags of money. I've You know how many stories I've heard from Nebraska folk? about their players getting arrested or DUIs and cops looking the other way because they didn't want them to get in trouble and to be able to play on Saturdays. Like That is what Nebraska Football Foundation was built on. And so all these years later, to look at Oregon and Miami and be upset, you're allowed to spend money too. If you're upset at Oregon and Miami, call up your boosters, call up your donors. Every program's going to lose a player because they get outbid. I do think it was a big part of why Dante Moore ended up going to UCLA. I think he probably got a massive NIL offer from them. They were desperate for a program quarterback, and they got one. They could out—see, here's the crazy thing about that. I still don't know how much of this stuff I believe, not with just Dante Moore, but with the world of it. It's crazy to me that think that Oregon could get outspent well, in NIL. We'll get to the rest of the class here in a okay. moment. But if if your reaction was, hey, we got Bo Nix coming back. We know we have the ability to flip a top 10 quarterback in the country that's not going to cost us the same amount in NIL. And, oh, by the way, we can take that NIL money that we were going to give to Dante Moore and flip it to another five-star. 
at a at a major position of need. Yeah, you, you hit two birds with one stone. So that's where I think teams are saying, hey, you got offered that. Okay, we'll use the money elsewhere. And I think that's what's happened with Oregon in the last 24, 48 hours. The biggest thing that needs to be policed and we need to keep receipts and we need to punish teams accordingly is the guys that are getting recruited who are on current rosters. That, to me, is the shady underbelly of all of this. And there's been multiple coaches that have come out. Uh, somebody came out publicly the other day and said the UNC quarterback was getting $5 million offers. It was Mac Brown, who, Matt by was... the way, was also reportedly sniffing at RG3 at Baylor to come to Texas, <laughs> which was just ironic <laughs> that he's mad about this. So I, I, there was another coach that said it that wasn't Mac Brown. That's basically said, I've heard schools are offering Drake May $5 million. Like, that should be illegal. The guy's on a roster if he wants to enter the portal and then you give him that once he enters the portal but if there's some sort of evidence that you can find of a team making contact with that player while he's under scholarship while he's enrolled in that university i'm all for dropping the hammer on that program but when we're talking about recruits who have not signed on the on the letter or on the dotted line yet they're they're not anybody's uh you know they're not in any program and so you have the ability to go swoop in and but, take but them. are we believing the report that an anonymous coach says he heard this like I actually am, yeah. I'm sorry, if Drake May had a $5 million offer, Drake May's leaving. That can't be true. I just, I think we're throwing these numbers out. Not you, but like these reports. I think these numbers are getting thrown out, and I don't think they have any actual evidence of being accurate. Well, I don't think it's $5 million to nothing. I think he's making a lot of money at North Carolina sure, and Sure, but $5 million, there's no way UNC's paying that kid $5 million in NIL money. There, you'd be hard-pressed to find, what, five players in college football making $5 million. That's a pretty substantial amount. They, they've done these reports in the first year of this. These kids are not on average making this. Even the top-end earners, you're not making $5 million. If that's true, well, he, he would leave UNC. I think you're just getting sour grapes. I think a lot of coaches in this industry, I mean, Matt Rule basically just called out your program in Miami. But he's too cowardice to say Lanning and company or Mario and company. But he's calling them out. You're using those emojis. We clearly know who you're talking about here. And I just think a lot of this is it's sour grapes. And if you got it, you might as well add a little interest to the story. You know, I heard so-and-so was offering him $10 million. It's like... Why didn't he leave then? Ten million is a well, pretty substantial amount. Maybe the maybe the amount of money was exaggerated. I have no doubt that programs were trying to poach Drake May off of their rosters, and not everybody's going to want to go. Like Damian Martinez can make more money going to Texas than he can at Oregon State. Why didn't he go? He said he he likes it. He likes it. He it's likes it at Oregon State. So Drake May's a North Carolina kid. Maybe he's getting recruited by maybe UCLA offered him the money before it's sure a lot of programs right? take Drake maybe May. Notre Dame or maybe and he's like, dude, I'm from North Carolina. I'm committed to North Carolina. I have one more year of eligibility left before I can go to the NFL, and I'm going to play my last year at UNC. I think every kid's going to be different. For some of them, the amount of money they're offered mm. will be it. I have, look, maybe it wasn't five million dollars, but there is like the, the Addison stuff that happened with Pitt last year, where he was on the roster and then he ended the. That to me is the shady stuff. The other part of it that's funny from Matt Rule is, are you paying no money in NIL? to any recruits? I Yeah. Is well, there not a single player in your signing class that is getting a dollar of NIL money? Because if there is, then you're in incredibly hypocritical. Uh, let's get to that. Oregon's big overnight turn of events that's happened for them. We'll get to that. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.